0: anybody who's trying to reduce their waste even if you're not a parent zero waste is a myth there's no such thing as zero waste and we can all just do what we can do in the point in time that may change like maybe you start cloth diapering and it's just not for you that's okay it doesn't mean that you're a bad parent at all or maybe you make most of your food for the kid but once in a while you need to buy packaged stuff that's okay you haven't failed you're doing an excellent job hey this is
1: ashley cooley with birth baby sleep welcome back to the bringing up baby podcast today i'm chatting with kate pepler of the tear shop in dartmouth nova scotia and we're talking about ways that you can reduce your waste in your pregnancy as well as with baby Hi, Kate. Welcome to the Bringing a Baby podcast. I'm really excited to get to chat with you today. I first came across you, found you on Instagram. um, And I love your social media game, by the way. I'm constantly saying like, oh, yes, like these posts are working because you're getting me to do the things. I love it. Um, Anyway, and I recently had a quick stop in at your store as well. So I'm really excited to get to chat with you and have you share with us some of your wonderful tips and things that you've been Sharing with your social media following and those who come to your store. So welcome, Kate. Uh, can you tell us a bit about yourself and uh, and your little shop?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, so I actually grew up in Toronto on Toronto Island, which is a small car free community, just like a 10 minute ferry ride from downtown Toronto, which is like was a pretty weird like juxtaposition of like big city, um, but you feel like you're in a cottage country. Mm. Um, so I spent a lot of time playing in and on the water, um, and always noticed a ton of garbage. And as a kid, like I'd always see like plastic tampon applicators and be like, I guess there's a lot of like women on boats with periods, not understanding that the garbage Mm. we see on our beaches in our waters doesn't come from boats. It mostly comes from the land. Um, and fast forward, I moved out to Halifax in. 2011 to go to Dal and I came here for the uh, sustainability program at Dalhousie and loved it. Um, It was very interdisciplinary. You have to do it as a double major. So I ended up doing a double major with sustainability, environmental science, and a minor in marine biology. So I learned a ton, but it felt like the main focus was on the ways we are harming the planet and not much focus on the incredible work that's being done um, and has been being done, especially by Indigenous folks forever to try to keep the planet in, in good health. Um, so after graduating, I was pretty overwhelmed and depressed about the world um, mm. and didn't know what I could do to make a difference as an individual. And I fell into or heard about the zero waste movement. Um, And started making steps in my own life to reduce my own plastic consumption. And it was just really hard to do in Halifax. There was nowhere that made it easy, accessible, and affordable. Um, So that's kind of what sparked the idea for the tear shop. Um, And after about like a year of a lot of doubt, being like, who do I think I am to open a business? I don't know how to business. (laughs) Um, I eventually like switched that to why not me? Um, and I talked to a lot of other entrepreneurs, most of them, women who were like, yeah, I also don't have a business degree. That's not a prerequisite to owning a business. Um, so we opened, I opened the tear shop in 2018. So the tear shop is a package free grocery store and coffee shop. And we just have one location at the moment in downtown Dartmouth.
1: Yeah. Amazing. I love that you said that. Well, everything I I had no idea about your background and that makes a lot of sense that, coming out of all that knowledge at university of what's going on and especially where it's the focus on all the things that are going wrong, that would absolutely be depressing. I can just watch like a commercial and that'll shoot me down for a little while.
0: Yeah. And when all I hear like coming out of school, like it was just like all that doom and gloom narrative when that's all I hear. And like, even the news, like I stay up to date on what I need to know in the world Um, But I try to avoid like the constant bombardment of news, because it is all doom and gloom. And that doom and gloom just makes me want to shut down, tune the world out, like just watch Netflix all day and ignore everything. When I read about other people doing inspiring things, that's what really like ignites my fire it gets me going and like okay right there is there is a point to existing
1: same same absolutely yeah, yeah. I I when I was in your shop the other day I was saying to my friend like if I wasn't doing what I was doing I would just try to live here <laughs> like the environment that you created yeah. I could tell that like what you're it's not just a store it's a movement and there's yeah, way you. more to it than that so I I appreciate it. I love it. I'm definitely going to be frequenting there. And I know lots of people I know that are in downtown Dartmouth Mm -hmm. are frequenting there already. Mm -hmm. Um, I'd love to get to chat a bit about, well, our episode today, we're calling it Low Waste Baby. So, of course, it was the Bringing Up Baby podcast. Our listeners are primarily moms, parents. We're about to have a baby or we're having babies or maybe they're growing up a little bit now. But the challenge of not just trying to be low waste for yourself, but when there's a little person and there's, they seem to need and require so many things, uh, the food once that gets introduced and all of that stuff. So I'm wondering if you could share some easy ways that new parents or parents of little ones can reduce waste in their homes.
0: Yeah. I'm actually 28 weeks pregnant. Mm -hmm. Um, so I would, I like pre my pregnancy. I've always been asked to share, like pregnancy tips and tricks or like Mm. tips and tricks for when you're a parent. I was like, well, I'm not a parent, so I can't speak to experience. Um, And so I'll start off with a disclaimer for anybody who's trying to reduce their waste, even if you're not a parent. Zero waste is a myth. There's no such thing as zero waste. And we can all just do what we can do in the point in time. That may change like maybe you start cloth diapering and it's just not for you that's okay it doesn't mean that you're a bad parent at all or maybe you make most of your food for the kid but once in a while you need to buy packaged stuff that's okay you haven't failed Mm -hmm. you're doing an excellent job
1: thank you Um, for saying that and sorry to (laughs) interrupt but absolutely because because not only like I find we can sort of take these things. I used to be of this mindset as well, and sometimes I still am, and I got to take myself out of it where it's an all or nothing. Oh, if I can't be zero waste, if I can't be cloth diapering, making all the food, X, Y, Z, then what, what help is it? But it's not like that. And the littlest things, even once in a while or just one day or something, it will make a big difference.
0: It absolutely will make a difference. Yeah. So like we don't need to strive for perfection. Um, You don't need to be perfect. Nothing is perfect. And it's okay to like, make mistakes or your circumstances changes, maybe you need to switch up what you're doing. All of that is totally, totally fine. Sounds um,
1: like you're going into new parenthood in the right mindset just in the way. So, <laughs> fantastic. That's kind I'm of the like, mantra we got to take with us to the yeah, future. Yeah, when I
0: first started like my zero waste journey in air quotes, um, I was so hard on myself and if like I taught sailing, so parents would sometimes like bring me coffee and I would like take the coffee, but then I'd get so mad at myself for drinking coffee out of like a paper cup and I was just so hard on myself which is not a healthy place to be um, mm. so like now i don't um i use like the terms zero waste for seo and like keyword searches um but it's it is all fake um so i use the term like low waste so yeah again we don't need to strive for perfection we just need to do what we can where we can um mm-hmm. and that'll change over time um yeah
1: Sweet. So, while well, speaking of your pregnancy, then what are some ways that you've been trying to keep that low waist? Anything different than out of the norm that you would have been doing when you weren't pregnant, I guess?
0: Yeah, some things that I've done for my pregnancy to stay lower waist. Um, and this was like very hard in the first trimester when I was just so mm. sick all the time. Mm. Um but trying to just snack all the time. So my go-to snack would be like apples and peanut butter or cheese. Um and I'd like keep some by the bed. Um if I had the energy to make my own granola bars, but I also bought granola bars. Um and I'm okay with that. Um so yeah they're like constant snacking throughout the first trimester um and trying to stay hydrated. Obviously I know there's some people who can't even keep water down. So just do what you can. Yeah. So I actually have started writing blog posts for each trimester. Um, so they're on our website, the Um, so I go through some tips and tricks for keeping things low waste. Um, but like investing in a good water bottle, um, even like the first trimester, I had such a hard time drinking water. Um, and I find even when I'm like sick or not feeling well, I always drink more when I have a straw. So we sell some bamboo straws. So I just like had a bamboo straw in my water bottle um, or a glass of water. And that helped me drink a lot more water than um, than I was. Um, And even just like getting, keeping moving, like that's, I feel like these are just generally tips for the pregnancy, but trying to get outside um, for some fresh air really helped me even if it was like a 10 minute walk. um, Mm. Definitely helped. There was times when I was like, I cannot move. And after moving, like felt a little bit better. Mm -hmm. Um, and as I'm like gearing up for having the baby, trying to think of ways to incorporate some of like the tools that I have and the knowledge that I have for just myself and how I can bring that to, um, with having a baby. So I do have some like disposable pads that a friend gave me that she didn't go through all of them, but I'm also going to use my period underwear and my own reusable pads um and see how those work cuz i haven't seen anybody talk about using like reusable period underwear um, yeah same for postpartum.
1: absolutely um, so yeah
0: i'll try that report back to you okay wonderful <laughs> you know goes.
1: we'll be listening um
0: yeah and i like, like doing research on like making my own like lactation cookies and like what are the like ingredients um in those um like the ingredients and the benefits and trying to pull together some, some good recipes for those. Um, Like we're going to cloth diaper, trying to buy everything secondhand. I feel like that's a huge one. Um, Even Mm. for maternity clothes, I went to value village yesterday and bought like the perfect pair of maternity jeans for $5. Fantastic.
1: um, Yeah. They're
0: like gap maternity jeans. Yeah. Um, So yeah, trying to buy everything secondhand burn from friends who've just had kids who are like cycling through their stuff.
1: Yeah, I find in those ways, the secondhand stuff can make this, I don't want to say easy, because it's not always easy to just find what you're looking for. But there are ways now like marketplace or Kijiji or wherever you're looking for those things. Uh, And people want to share because people like me, when they're done having children, can't wait to get it out of their homes and just please take it all. So if there's people like that in your life or you can find them, that's kind of the beauty. So in some ways, it can make low waste a little bit easier because you those secondhand things can be available. But in some ways, more challenging, because like you were saying with pregnancy, it's like those things that you would have done low waste before pregnancy, or maybe like not working for you right now. But again, that's okay.
0: It's, okay. it's not about yeah. an
1: absolute all or nothing.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And even like, I just thought of another thing. I've been researching um, breast. My my goal is to breastfeed. Um, so thinking about like milk storage. So there's obviously those like storage bags that you can buy. Um, yeah. But I've been researching like milk storage in glass um, and it's totally doable so we're just going to get a bunch of um, small mason jars to um, so that we can label them really easily Mm-hmm. they'll freeze fine um so we'll try storing breast milk in like mason jars instead of those disposable bags i know there's reusable yeah. ones as well but
1: yeah yeah no but i mean again wherever it, like those are all the things that you're obviously looking ahead to and have a mm-hmm. bit of an idea of things that you might need but i'm sure there's going to be some things that'll just pop up and like oh gosh exactly. what are we going to do here yeah, so they won't be
0: able to breastfeed and will be a formula and again that's okay
1: Yeah. Yeah. And so, but making it work however best you can, whatever works for you. Um, I, I I didn't jump on to this low waste movement, uh, shall we say until I was having kids actually, I think, I don't know if it was just a combination of seeing more things about it online, of course, just learning about where we're at in the world, but maybe it was also, I think because I was having kids and I'm seeing the waste, the extra, extra, Extra waste going out, and it's not going to slow down. They're only going to get older, and then there's maybe possibly more stuff. So, yeah. uh, I I started that journey pretty slowly, and it was just one step at a time. We started with uh, I don't know if they still refer to this as unpaper towel, so just yeah, reusable yeah. cloths yeah. basically yeah. instead of paper towels. So significantly reduce bringing that into the home. Um, this reusable snack bags as there's so many cute ones out now too. Um, And they, they gear them towards babies and kids even. So I I love getting to use that. So whether you are making your own foods or you're bringing something from home or from the store, but like getting to reduce the plastic and using glass and those kinds of things. Um, One thing that I most recently got into, which I did tell you about already because I was so excited Are these soap nuts? This is where I, again, I love your social media game because you did a post on like, what are soap nuts? Oh, this is what they are. Here's how we use them. Exactly step by step, exactly what I needed to see. And it was like, oh, that feels like an easy change of something I can do that I don't think, you know, why, what's the hurt in trying? Can you tell us about soap nuts and how amazing they
0: are? They're so amazing and so affordable as well. Um, yeah, so it is essentially, it's not a a nut, it's a dried berry that, um, I believe comes from the Himalayan region. Um, and essentially when they are, so the berry is dried and then when it's agitated in water, so like in your washing machine, Mm -hmm. um, it creates like the natural, like soap chemical. So it gets all sudsy and it does a really, really good job of washing your clothes or whatever you're washing. Um, so you use like three to four soap nuts and put them in a little cotton pouch Um, so you can also just like reuse an old sock if you don't have a small cotton pouch Um, and then yeah you just put it in your washing machine you run your load you don't need to take it out at any point in time Um, and then you can just leave it in there until your next load and they're good for about five loads um usually a little bit more I think you said you got like six or seven loads out of your I've gotten
1: five so far and And I'm still quite impressed so we're gonna keep and it you know what I even started with like the dirtiest of the dirty like our rags like all that stuff and I was like holy cow I couldn't because I was prepared to do another wash not that I didn't believe you but you kind of have to see these things for yourself and yeah, yeah incredibly cheap and then they go in the compost when
0: you're done with them exactly yeah because it is literally it's just a berry um they are just fully compostable um and then yeah you just reuse the the bag or the uh, old sock that you were using
1: yeah I think it works
0: out to be I think I said like I did the math on the price per load and I think it was like five cents a load
1: so it was it was enough it's to say like I'm, I'm gonna try this. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because like when you're doing lots of laundry with kids, yeah. um, I mean it's gonna be helpful for sure. So yes, you sold me on those. I'm really excited to keep Yay. using them.
0: Love
1: it. Yeah. <laughs> um, this is fantastic. Thank you so much for this conversation. I feel like. We well, I hope we can have some more perhaps once baby is here that. and yeah. you have find a little bit of time in your schedule, <laughs> Um because I know like the like you said, we're luckily, wonderfully we've been seeing I've been seeing more people sharing like their postpartum things, what, what works for them, um, and, and being more open and honest about that. And like you said, like I have never seen or heard of somebody talking about using these kind of reusable or low waste products to deal with that postpartum period and, and to even with that newborn stuff. So I'll definitely be following along and listening, and I'm always happy to share that anytime you are.
0: Yay. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me.
1: Thanks, Kate. Uh, but before you go, can you share with us where people can find you and your
0: shop? Absolutely. So on social media, all of our handles are at the tear shop T H E T A R E S H O P. Um, and then our website is the tear shop.com. and we ship worldwide. Um, but we are located in downtown Dartmouth, Nova Scotia. If you are in the area, um and
1: if not you can shop online. Yes, I I mean, can we just put that in there for a second because shopping online has definitely become a thing as as a parent of young kids. It was, you know, the local grocery stores here that were starting some of this when I was having my youngest. And so but and I found that I was going to places like yours, but I I didn't yours wasn't there at the time, but even bulk barn somewhere else where we can do some low waste stuff, but it was convenience over anything. So I love that you're making this really convenient for people to understanding that that's really part of the game. So yeah, shop online and get that delivered.
0: Exactly. Exactly.
1: Love it. Okay. Thanks, Kate. We hope to talk to you again soon. Have a good one. If you're looking for more information or support along your parenting journey, check out birthbabysleep.ca. That's where you're going to find prenatal classes, postpartum and new baby resources, and sleep support during the childhood years. You can now join our Bringing Up Baby Community membership as well, which has tons of additional benefits to helping you through all kinds of sleep challenges and transitions, navigating the transition to solid foods, and even your transition through early parenthood. If you have any questions, just send them my way. Lastly, but certainly not least, if you got something out of this episode or our show in general, leaving a rating or quick review goes a really long way to helping others find us. So please consider leaving one. That's all for now. I'm Ashley Cooley and we'll see you back here next time.